Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone is having an amazing week, amazing Wednesday or whatever day that you're listening to this on. Right now, it's Monday when I'm recording this. I have off work, it's Memorial Day, happy Memorial Day to everybody. I am so happy to have a day off of work, but honestly, I feel like it's going to make it so hard to get my mindset back into work mode this week. This is my first post-grad summer, so I'm not really sure what to expect or how to feel or anything like that because I've never had this amount of solid time doing one thing. I, I guess you could say for lack of better wording for that, it's just this is the first time that I've been working full-time, obviously, and yeah, I've never been doing something so consistently day in and day out with no breaks and I feel like when I word it like that it makes it sound like it's a bad thing but it's just different obviously that's literally the definition of full-time job is you do it full-time but yeah I'm I'm curious to see how it is post-grad summer and maybe if you're listening to this and you're older than me and you've had a few post-grad summers under your belt maybe you're like this girl is so annoying she is (laughs) such a such a newbie to the adult world and yes i am and i don't know what to expect so interested to see how it goes but that kind of brings me into today's topic today we're talking about lukewarm christianity in college and i know that segue was kind of rough but you know i'm talking about college post-grad today we're talking about college specifically and christianity and college this episode, ooh, I got a lot to say because I think I was really the definition of a lukewarm Christian in college. And today we're going to talk about kind of what it means to be a lukewarm Christian. And obviously, I think a lot of times in college, I knew I was a lukewarm Christian, but I didn't really see the harm in it. I kind of thought, well, I can be a lukewarm Christian now and then I'll, I'll just like really hone in in the later years. But I felt like I really missed out on what could have been a very formative time getting to know the Lord. And of course, I I can't live in regret and I can't look back and say that shoulda, woulda, coulda, whatever. But I do, I do wish that I kind of could have seen what benefit it had to just be full in on the Lord in college. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, before we get into kind of my personal story, I just wanted to talk about what it means to be a lukewarm Christian, if you're not aware. The concept of lukewarm Christian comes from Revelation 3, where Jesus criticizes the church for being full of believers who are neither hot or cold, you know, like not cold, dead, unbelieving, but also not on fire for Jesus. And he basically said... I like hot coffee and cold brew, but if it's room temp, I spew it out of my mouth. That's Revelation 3.16. I don't know if that's the exact word. I don't think he said hot coffee or cold brew, but that is the the interpretation that I'm reading right now on jdgrew.com. But yeah, these, these types of Christians, Jesus describes in three parables in Matthew 25, the maidens in Matthew 25, 1 through 13, who consider themselves friends of the bridegroom, but they don't live in a way that anticipates his return. And they're only thinking of how to make things comfortable in the present moment, how to not how to be faithful in their assignment to God. 
also the wicked servant in matthew 25 14 through 30 considers himself in the employee of the master but he he's never offered his talent without reserve for the kingdom and lastly the goats matthew 25 31 through 46 are surprised to be rejected by jesus who they thought they were faithfully serving but when it came to pouring themselves out for the crushed people of god they weren't engaged at all so this the reality of these three parables are that there's no middle ground you're either committed to the mission all for jesus and using resources for the people of his kingdom or you're not you know you're either a sheep or a goat and that puts lukewarm christian in a very interesting position so let's kind of get into the logistics of what a lukewarm christian looks like and then i am going to talk about my story through college and kind of how it shaped me later on and again only a post only a year post-grad so i can't say too too much of all these years and years pass and i'm sure it'll grow and change but yeah let's just get into it so first off lukewarm christians don't really want to be saved from their sin they only want to be saved from the penalty of their sin and god to them is a useful fire escape not someone that they worship day in and day out and a lot of the the way that these things are worded i just want to say i'm getting again from this website that i'm using and i'll kind of get into it more in depth because i think the wording kind of comes off a little harsh uh because for me personally i did want to be saved from my sin but the the desire to be saved from the penalty of my sin was greater than me not committing the sin if that makes sense but again we'll get into it don't you worry number two lukewarm christians are moved by stories about people who do radical things for christ yet they don't do radical things themselves number three lukewarm christians equate their particularly sanitized lives with holiness so jesus didn't call us to sanitation he called us to discipleship if you're his follower your life will not be defined only by avoiding sin but but also by entering into his suffering lukewarm christians rarely share their faith with neighbors co-workers or friends lukewarm christians think about life on earth much more often than eternity in heaven lukewarm christians love their luxuries and rarely give to the poor in a truly sacrificial way lukewarm christians do not live by faith they live by structure so that they never have to live by faith and ooh, that one gets me good and we will get into that and lastly lukewarm christians give god their leftovers not their first and their best so honestly before i even kind of get into the nitty-gritty of my personal experience i just want to say that if you resonate with any of this stuff it by no means means that you know god loves you less or that you are not as deserving as his grace or love or anything that is not at all what today's episode is about and that does not mean these these things these lukewarm christianity things that doesn't mean that that does not equate that this just means that these are areas to grow and these are areas that you can look at and see where you can ask god for help to grow you and a lot of these things i read and i still can relate to especially you know not living by faith but living by structure or 
you know, just wanting to be saved from the penalty of sin and kind of letting that fear lead your life of, I don't want to sin, not because I, I see the true benefit of not sinning, but I don't want to sin because I know God is a powerful God and I want to be in his, his good graces and X, Y, and Z. So like I said, I relate to a lot of these right now, but I'm not using this to call people out and say, if you relate to any one of these things, then that means that you're a lukewarm Christian and you are not deserving X, Y, and Z. And you're basically a fake Christian. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want to get it twisted. I don't want anyone to think that I am trying to spew this in a negative light. But again, I'm just saying it in a way to kind of bring awareness to your faith where you can see the areas that you maybe lack and maybe need to grow in and can confide in God in that and maybe use it as a wake-up call for some of the things that you've been living. So with that being said, let's let's chat about my college experience basically i grew up a christian i grew up in a christian household i was very blessed with specifically the father in my life and still am blessed with my dad i love him so so much my mom is a story for a different day but for the beginning years of my life she was a very positive impact on my faith and christianity but Nonetheless, I am very blessed in the household that I grew up in, and I and I know that. And I know that's a privilege that not a lot of people have growing up in a Christian household and having parents that are so not only accepting, but obviously are pushing for me to have a relationship with Jesus, but not in a way where it turned me away from God. They were not strict, crazy parents. I just can't say enough good things about the way that they raised me. And again, uh, I want to specify my dad in in the later years of my life and the current years of my life right now. He has just been the biggest blessing I could ever ask for. But all that goes to say that when I went to college, I had a very solid base for my faith going into college. And I honestly started going to church pretty immediate after going on campus my freshman year of college i knew that church was something that was important to me i didn't really know not i not to say that i didn't know why church was important to me but i couldn't tell if church was important to me because of the structure and the routine of it versus actually having this huge desire for god and i loved god and i knew i loved god and i did enjoy going to church i did read my bible every day But again, I was kind of living this double life that started freshman year of college. That just happens to a lot of people in general where you're kind of exposed to this freedom for the very first time and you you don't really know how to handle it. So you kind of just not necessarily go crazy, but you kind of go crazy. And me freshman year of college, I didn't really go crazy in the aspect of drinking just because of some family history that I have and drinking really scared me but I just kind of went crazy with the people I was hanging out with and the friends I was making and you know going to frat stuff for x y and z and just surrounding myself with not super great influences and I I don't look back on freshman year and have this big old pool of regret but I think I was scared to kind of 
label myself as you know a christian girl freshman year of college because i didn't want to not be included in things i didn't want to be left out i didn't want people to think that you know i was this innocent girl who didn't do x y and z and yeah not not a lot of people know this but i didn't really drink freshman year of college i just kind of pretended to to be honest and that feels so weird saying on the podcast and if anyone from college listens to this i don't think a single person knows from my college that freshman year i didn't drink but whatever besides the point but anyway i was just so scared of being labeled a type of way that would leave me left out of the majority of people that i was overcompensating in areas and not really living to my values and it just began to carry over sophomore year and junior year and senior year and i went on a missions trip was that my it was 20 january of 2020 so that was my sophomore year of college I went on a mission trip to Harmons, Jamaica with some people in Greek life and it was a formative trip, but not in the way that I felt so close to God necessarily. I just remember it being very formative and realizing that I was lacking something. I went on that trip and I saw the people in Harmons, Jamaica and how they lived and they had nothing like literally nothing and they were so happy they were so full of jesus and they loved jesus they knew him and they felt so close to him because they didn't have all these worldly distractions and they were so connected to each other in the community and it just opened my eyes to a way of life that i had never seen before and progressing on that when i went to spain for the first time to au pair i saw the way that they lived and how connected they were in their community and how slow their life was the the pace of life and how they just took everything as it came and nothing was a huge plan everything was just all right we'll see how it goes when it comes and i had again had never really experienced that because i feel like in the united states we're just very fast-paced with everything so I saw that and I knew that I felt like I was lacking something, but I I couldn't, I wasn't sure what. Throughout college, I also was just finding my worth in everything else besides God. I was finding it in my appearance. I was finding it in how boys thought of me. I was finding it in my extracurriculars being on the dance team and my image, my sorority anything else but god i was finding my identity in and that led to i don't necessarily want to say an identity crisis because i feel like that sounds a little extreme but i'll just call it that for the sake of this episode but i felt like i had an identity crisis when i graduated college i didn't know what my identity was with all those things gone with the dancing gone with my sorority gone with my college gone i didn't know who i was or really what my purpose served on this earth and it led to kind of a not great period mentally because i i just didn't really know what my purpose served on this earth and i feel like when i say that again it always it always sounds very extreme and a little um 
you know just like i didn't want to be here on the earth and that is not the case at all i I was never at that point but i just was trying to search for a purpose is what i'm saying i was very lost that's a better way to phrase that and i kind of it kind of had me reflecting on my time in college and i felt like i held a lot of bitterness because i was finding my identity my worth and all these things but jesus and i still wasn't happy finding my worth and all those things and then it led to comparison of other people's lives and feeling like okay well she has more guys interested in her in in having this contentment towards her or whatever and it just kind of led down a really dark path of trying to go through the motions of going to church on sundays and you know going to student ministry on tuesday nights and just having that be that and just trying to live my life as normal other than that and i felt like that's where my lukewarm christianity really just was you know that that was my lukewarm christianity going to church on sundays going to student ministries on tuesday nights and that was the pretty much the extent of my of my 100 percent on fire for god was those two nights and i would do a devotional in the morning and at night but again it's like those times dedicated to the lord i was for the lord but those times that weren't dedicated specifically to the lord i was just living in in sin and and i just wasn't on track for who he wanted me to be and it wasn't until honestly i moved to austin that i started seeing what my life could be if i lived 100 percent for the lord and again like i said even going through that list i feel like I can still relate to some of those items on that list and say, yeah, I don't share my faith a ton with the people in my life. And I can use any excuse in the book saying, well, you know, at work, I'm newer. I don't want people to X, Y, and Z. But the reality is I want to be so on fire for God that I just can't help it. I can't help it. The way that he's changed my life, I want to just want to tell anyone and everyone. And I want to get to that point where I'm just so on fire that people look at me and they say, you know, something's different about that girl. And I want what she has. I want her happiness and her joy for life. And I want to know what gives her that. And to be able to say, my relationship with Jesus gives me unexplainable joy and whatever. And I do feel like he provides me happiness that i've never experienced in my life without him obviously i feel a new joy that i cannot explain but i still find myself sometimes battling who i was versus who i want to be and where that also comes into struggle is when that happens i start to get in my head saying what can i do to make sure that i don't go back to that what can i do to make sure x y and z but that's just my old self and it's in itself right there and the what i need to be doing is is when stuff like that happens saying you know lord i i want to be more like you i want people to look at me and see the light from you come through me i want it to reflect your love and your light and be an example of a follower of you who's selfless and generous and kind and humble and that's what i want and i need your help i can't do it on my own and i need you lord i want 
to be able to just say that with no doubt that's what he'll provide and I think on the flip side sometimes I get scared to ask him for things especially the one <laughs> the one I've been really struggling with is to be humble because oh that scares me how he's gonna humble me <laughs> I'm like I want to ask to be humbled but I'm scared to be humbled from God because I know that you know he doesn't play if you ask for it he will give and that scares me and there was one time I have a little prayer journal that I write in every day and one day I wrote to be humbled and I erased that so quick because I was like oh he's gonna do it and I am scared for that but I think just starting small and just saying you know Lord I just want a heart filled with kindness and joy and the more you know the lord the more you will want what he wants for you and that provides the most joy and that's what i've experienced the more i pray for the lord to align my goals with his plans the more happiness and peace i felt in my life because i'm on track with what god wants for me i feel like when people run away from what god has planned it just leads to sadness and desperation and whatever else just it doesn't align you to his joy and glory that he has for you that's the point of his plan is it's what's best for you so that was kind of a long a long-winded thing but now where i am with my faith i kind of shared a little bit but again i it's still a work in progress i don't feel like i'm a 100 percent there and feel like i am just over the moon on top of the world for jesus and feel like i never mess up and never have an off day there are some days that i don't feel as close as i felt in the past to him and recently i have felt a little distant just because of some actions that i've been doing and feel like i haven't been prioritizing him like i should be and i want to work on that and it's a work in progress and you're going to make mistakes and you can't just expect yourself to be perfect 24 7 but all that goes to say that you know we're in this together and if you ever want to talk about anything if you want to talk about your faith or whatever else what you're going through you can always message me on instagram at disordered podcast with two t's i always respond to dms i'll talk about talk about whatever with you sorry i keep i'm starting i'm starting to get the hiccup so i gotta end this quick but yeah that's that's honestly all i have to say for today as always if you guys liked this episode or like the podcast please be sure to rate it on whatever platform you're listening on and that's all for me so i will talk to you guys on the next episode bye